broadcasting live from TOFUTV.ca. This one's for you. A double standard at the border. A lady whose followers not only believe she is the Queen of Canada, but Jesus Christ. What is sneaky fucker sent a strategy? And how can you protect yourself from it? And a lab worker who signaled for her rescue live on the news. Can you trust independent Canadian media? It's a Black Mirror episode come to life. All this and more and your chance to join in. This one's for you. TV.ca This one's for you. It's the show for you. Thanks for joining you, me. My name's Pete. I hope you're having a great night. Thanks uh, for tuning into the show. I have lots lined up for us. There is a lady who thinks that she was appointed by QAnon to be your queen. The queen of Canada. That's what she thinks. I'm going to tell you about her. Also, there's a Canadian independent media company that might not be as honest as you might have thought. So I'll tell you about them and I'll let you decide whether or not you still trust them. All this and more. Also, some, some Black Mirror episode stuff going on right here in Canada. If you want to get in contact with the show, go over to the website, tofutv.ca. Let me just do this here. And right down here is the social bar. You got your email, Facebook, Instagram, Gab. I've noticed that Gab is kind of Facebook for the, the right. You got Facebook for the left, and then you got Gab for the right. And they're equally useless. I'll tell you the truth. They're equally useless. Instagram's doing well. Discord and Telegram, I have the all, I have all the show notes, everything that I talk about tonight. If you want to follow up on it and you want to show your friends at work tomorrow, that's where you get all that. And uh, then there's also, we have... Uh, Twitter and TikTok, which, fun fact, I am shadow banned from TikTok and I don't know how to fix it. Not not really too concerned, but it's a thing. It happened. I don't know if it was uh, because of my my song that I put up. I think it was a little too harsh for them. So yeah, I got I got shadow banned from TikTok, but I don't know. I got an email in there. Maybe they'll help me out. Anyways, tonight is jam-packed. I got lots to talk about. There's uh, 
you know, the point is to serve you up an hour of talk, news, variety, and programming that you can watch at your leisure and join in as well. I don't want to go too long, so I'm going to keep it light, tight, and to the point because there's no point in being so serious. Why is everybody being so serious online? That is an overarching question for the night for you. Maybe we need to lighten up a little bit. So I'm going to try and do that, because a lot happened this week, and I wouldn't be surprised if you missed a thing or two like this. It's weird. This is Instagram, not Pornhub. Madonna, 63, leaves fans aghast with latest slew of controversial snaps as she flashes her bare breast and fishnet-clad bottom in a bedroom shoot. I'll show you a few. She does not look 63, I'll give her that, but she also doesn't look 20. <laughs> like, and this is the weird one. I don't know what to make of that. I don't want to show too much of it because I feel like YouTube will flag me. But she was flagged by her uh, fans. Here's this one lady. She's like, Madonna, I'm speaking to you from the last century. <laughs> Stop already. Retire and be the queen you are. I'm your age and you look ridiculous. I agree. And your face is obviously no longer yours. That's what I meant there. That, was, that didn't even look like Madonna when she was young, right? Um... And she's trying to be nice. She says, you still look beautiful. Uh, you have kids, though. <laughs> what are you doing? You did it all. You don't need to show your ass on Instagram to be relevant. And then it goes on and on. And people are actually taking Madonna to task. It's like the, the first time since the 80s that anybody's bothered. But, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't look too great to me. Uh, I guess the first question of the night. Would you? <laughs> uh, something we're going to do tonight as well is compare headlines to different stories. Like I said, if you want to get in on the conversation, you could either put a comment in the chat box on whatever platform you're on. We got Odyssey, we got YouTube, Twitch, DLive, and I also got a tweet out there that has the, the show running on it as well. Or you can hop into... Discord. Check this out. This is Discord. We have a whole thing going on here. People put their memes in there. It's mainly just me, but I'm trying to get people to, you know, see that they can <laughs> This is this one's a little a little bad for you go. You can see that one. There you go. All right. Uh, there's Menzies taking it from <laughs> Trudeau. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah. So we put our memes in here. We have a good time. Come join us in the Discord. It's a good time. So let's compare these headlines. One came from Barry and one came from science.org. Sciencenews.org. All right, the first one from Barry. This is from Hannah Jackson. She seems like a sweet girl. I don't want to bug her too much, but climate change, according to Hannah Jackson, is causing more breakups of monogamous albatross couples. So says study. Barry, warming water temperatures caused by climate change may be causing more albatross couples, one of the world's most monogamous bird species, to break up. Oh, poor birdies. 
They're just trying to tug on your heartstrings for the climate change stuff because GOP, what was it, 26 or 36 just ended. So that's what they're doing is they're pumping all this stuff out so that you, you know, you keep on it. Researchers studied 15,000 or maybe 15 million. I don't know. 15.5. Yeah. 15,500. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, wild black brown, black browned albatross pairs over a 15 year period in the Falkland Islands. And they found divorce rates fluctuated over the years. And it was all based on whether or not the waters were warm, which is a, a much more nicer way to say it, which is exactly how Science News said it. Albatross divorces more often when ocean waters warm. The typically monogamous birds seek new partners when conditions are harsher than usual. Why they do it? It's all in the study, and you can check that out in the show notes. But what I wanted to show you was the contrast between these two headlines. Climate change is causing more breakups of monogamous albatross couples. There we go. Albatross divorce more often when ocean waters warm. Which one seems a little more climate alarmist to you? Right? I just wanted to point that out as we got started because that's the type of stuff that that we deal with in this climate of propaganda. Why so serious, Hannah? That's what I wanted to know. Why why she have to say it like that? I wonder if this shit actually works on people. Do uh, these kinds of articles, do they actually tug on your heartstrings? I would really like to know why. There's a lot of climate-related and even supply chain news being force-fed to us now that COP26 is done. Even this seems a little suspect. Canada taps into strategic reserves to deal with massive shortage of maple syrup. Here you go. While, gas uh, while high gas prices have pushed President Biden to tap into the U.S.'s strategic oil reserves, American, America's neighbor to the north is also dealing with a shortage of another so-called liquid gold. I just want to check one thing here. Yeah. So the way it works in Canada is it actually the maple syrup is regulated in the same way that milk is. So it's pretty much a cartel. So what they're doing is they're, they're dumping their reserves to keep their price stable. Essentially, that's what it looks like. But what I wanted, the, the point I wanted to make here, let me see, let me pull this up. Yeah, it's a little disappointing that we'll do this for syrup, but there doesn't seem much of a to be much of a gas reserve for the folks out in BC. Like I found this one earlier. It's pretty interesting. Let me uh Yeah, okay. So these are two headlines that we will compare and contrast. The CBSA has responded to two, sorry, two reports of $5,700 fines in BC for driving to the US to buy gas. 
So since the U.S.-Canada border eased restrictions for those who need essential goods due to the B.C. flooding, uh, multiple people have reported being fined huge amounts. This is despite the B.C. government uh, announcement that due to supply chain issues, B.C. residents can cross the U.S. and back to Canada without the otherwise necessary PCR test uh, in order to access essential goods like fuel and groceries and what happened was a bunch of people on the way back uh one retired woman who went to get gas after bc put the 30 liter limit on purchases and claims or purchases claims she was fined 5700 bucks for violating the quarantine act all right but this chick here she went all the way to Syria, became a part of ISIS, and on the way back, she didn't get charged with anything. Nothing. Uh, Can Canadian woman released from camp for ISIS detainees in Syria arrested at airport. So you got to be clear what's going on here. She was in a jail for people who were a part of ISIS. She left here. To join ISIS, I assume that part, but she was a part of ISIS and in a prison for ISIS and then deported back here. And they're like, yeah, 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 no worries. No worries. All good. So uh, a Canadian woman who traveled to ISIS-controlled Syria in 2014 was arrested at the airport Monday when she returned from overseas. RCMP officers were waiting uh, when she disembarked after spending two years at a camp in northeast Syria for prisoners captured during the fight against ISIS. Uh, while she does not face any charges, police have asked the court for a terrorism peace bond that would impose restrictions on her. So that's all she gets is a little, like, probation. You can leave Canada to go fight for a terrorist army or, I guess, be their sex slave or something like that. And nothing bad will happen to you. But if you cross the border to go to Washington, I think it's Washington, and get yourself a little gas, if your grandma does that, 5700 bucks. That's where we're at, friends. That's where we are at. How does that make you feel? You can comment on anything I talk about tonight. Uh... You could call me up and talk about it, or you could hop in the Discord, or just, uh, yeah, you can uh, put it in the, the comments on YouTube, Twitch, DLive. I'll see it here, the Odyssey ones. Let me go see if anybody's talking on Odyssey really quick, and then I'll check the... Yeah, nobody's talking on Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. We're just getting going. Yeah, that guy, who's actually my brother... He says, uh, we legit have a maple syrup cartel in Quebec, and people lose their lives over that shit. That's a true story. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. That's like, we don't get serious about much, but when it comes to our maple syrup, we get very serious. Why so serious? That's what I want to know. Why so serious? I feel like it's a bunch of mixed messaging going on. We're serious about maple syrup. We're not serious about gas. You can cross the border for this, but you can't do it for that. You can go be a terrorist, but you can't go get gas. A guy from Toronto doxed Antifa 
from around the country, and uh, Twitter shut him down immediately. Uh, that was on Twitter this past weekend. One of them, uh, with which this show is quite familiar with, uh, his account, like I said, pulled in minutes, theirs still up. I'm going to talk about that next because I managed to talk to the guy who did the doxing just before he got canceled. And I got receipts. That's next. Every Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this one's for you, goes live. Time to be heard, Canada. Caller, you're on the air. Who is this? Who am I talking this to? This show is for you. No more corporate mainstream media telling you what to think and what to say. This one's for you, available live at tofutv.ca. The only online talk show giving you the chance to call in and be heard. This one's for you, streaming live every Monday at tofutv.ca. Color! What is it? I don't know. What the hell is that? Bring it up, bring it up. Oh. Holy shit. We've real, 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 real. Bring it up, bring it up. Up, yes. up, up, Carter. up. Carter. up. Finally, finally, we got the beat. Holy shit. I've been having this son of a bitch for four years now. We got him. We got the best. We got him. Get him. This one's for you. It's the show for you broadcasting live at TOFUTV.ca. If you want to get in contact with the show, hop on the Discord or get yourself Telegram. You could also put a comment in any of the platforms you're on right now. You could hook up with me on Instagram. Slide in my DMs. I won't mind. Head over to freecanada.win. They are friends of the show and I do a little post there every week and that kind of keeps the the forum abreast of what I am up to and it's basically where I put my synopsis together for all the other platforms it's a great little place to be to chat to talk they made me this little emoji I don't know does it look like me let's do this one second other side <laughs> but uh conservationalist he's he's an awesome dude and he's just getting carried away with these emojis <laughs> he got a guy who's doing them for him and i love it i love it man keep that spirit light keeps people happy man that's that's the whole point of tonight's show don't be so serious don't be so serious calm down relax there's a lot of serious stuff going on so you know Maybe we just need to break away for a little bit. This guy here, he made, he gave me a good laugh. All right, so you know how cancel culture works. It's one way. It's always one way. Well, not this time. 
Not this time, folks. A guy from Toronto doxed a bunch of Antifa doxers, and one of them is someone we have covered before. It's from a blog. Uh, it's called News Now Canada Independent Media Press. Rolls off your tongue. <laughs> Anyways, this is the guy's uh, blog, and uh, we'll just go right to his little post. Oh. Oh, I guess he had to uh, take it down. Yeah, he took it down himself. Well, that sucks. I'm going to have to <laughs> just skip past this. This guy, uh, he took it down before I got a chance to, uh, yeah, before I got a chance to show you guys. I guess uh, they got, wow, it really does work one way, boys and girls. That's interesting. We're watching this live. What they went and did was the Antifa fuckers, they went and complained to WordPress. And WordPress took down this guy's blog. Wow. We just watched that live. This guy, what he did was he found uh, the names of Tony Doublevax, and he also had uh, Kurt, this guy Kurt from uh, BC, who's a part of Canada Anti-Hate Network. I'm sure people got the, the screenshots out there anyways. I didn't bother because it's not that big of a deal to me, but I thought it was funny that he got these guys' address and put them up there, and essentially they were full-grown men. They weren't little anarchist boys. I thought they were going to be like, you know, little anarchist boys, but it, it wasn't the case. Uh, yeah, no, all the content this guy had put up was uh is gone so basically let me try and paint this picture for you he docks these people and they weren't kids they were adults two of the guys were almost balding one was a steroidal freak and the other one looked like a music teacher of some sort uh ex-hippie uh but it was just kind of weird to see i thought it was really really weird to see because like I, I thought they would have been some, like, bandana-clad kids, you know, some emo-looking punks. That's what I figured it would have been, but no. And it's weird when things like this happen, when the internet and real life meet. I suspected Tony Doublevax to be an anarchist dude, but he's full-grown man. And uh, it's weird how dudes in Canada are getting status. That's one of the ways that dudes in Canada are getting status. They're picking to, they're choosing to be in the in-group rather than to just, you know, step outside and use your brain a little bit. Uh, these kinds of men are the ones that are, they're the ones that are supporting the inevitable breakdown of our country. And they do this, it's, it's called kleptogamy. It's a part it's a part of a mating strategy. It's actually called the sneaky fucker strategy. And so let's look into this just a little bit. Let me pull this up. Oh, I just want to fix this up, make sure that I'm not screwing up and playing music for you guys. Yeah. 
I would have blasted some music in your ear. So I got this video. This guy explains what sneaky fucker strategy is, and then we'll discuss. Kleptogamy, how the data changed to suit the narrative. The term sneaky fuckers was coined by evolutionary biologist John Maynard Smith to describe subordinate males who take advantage of opportunities to mate with females where dominant males are otherwise occupied, leading to their reproductive success, Smith 1993, when low-status males have no chance of accessing females via traditional routes such as fighting or, or signalling their prowess, they may attempt the more deceptive means of getting a mate. It was originally thought that in some species, such as deer and gorillas, only the dominant male mates successfully. But through direct observation and extended research, it is now known that often other males successfully mate when they can find the opportunity, through the sneaky fucker strategy. Technical term for this behaviour is kleptogamy, derived from the Greek klepto, to steal, and gamos, marriage. is a behaviour pattern in which males lack the attractive characteristics and attempt to mate with females by means of a deceptive behaviour. Deceptive behaviour being the key within this article. Of course, when it's used in my daily context, it's nothing to do with the reproduction or the selection of a mate, but the behaviours that some will adopt in order to gain an advantage from a place of weakness. I'm sure most can think immediately of a sneaky fucker within their own life without too much trouble. This successful mating strategy was also documented in the giant cuttlefish, a twist to natural selection theory. In Darwin's Origin of Species, he lays the foundation of the sexual selection theory, whereby some individuals are able to have higher reproductive success as a result of being able to outcompete for mates. The sneaky fucker theory flies in the face of the precepts of the sexual selection theory and sets up a scenario where the successful mating is not necessarily limited by the ability to attract a mate. John Maynard Smith cited the example of red deer, where subordinate males will take advantage of the mating opportunity while the dominant male is engaged with the rut and thus their attention is distracted, something that I have personally witnessed in the Scottish Highlands. Why do I mention this? Deceptive behaviours seem to be more prevalent politically than ever before, with some saying one thing and doing the complete opposite. I'm not going to mention any names. Distracted the masses with confusion while maintaining a clear and highly beneficial agenda themselves. If you think you're being subject... Alright, so there you go. You understand now what sneaky fucker strategy is. And that's what these guys... Uh, I, I, I hesitate to call them men. That's what they employ... And, uh, so let me get back to my notes here. I wanted to know if, uh, you know any sneaky fuckers in your life. You can give me your sneaky fucker stories. It's, seriously, it's one thing to learn a skill to impress a chick, but it's something completely different to go around ruining other men's lives. To support a matriarchy and the destruction of family, to c help ruin your own country just to gain status and serve your ego, it's it's wrong. So I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put up the phone line here, and if you got any sneaky fucker stories, you could call me up. Something cool about being alive and having guys like the conservationists helping me out is uh, he has an archive of the blog so here it is they tried to take it down but we could broadcast it this is kurt phillips he's a dude that's a part of anti-hate that's him right there he goes around trying to ruin people's lives so his stuff is up and it's 
all there for you to see. Let me read this, guys. Okay, so here's the thing that I found funny. The guy that actually put this all together, he's a bit of a dork himself. I like him, but he's a bit of a dork, and he can barely spell. I'm not one to say much about that. I can barely spell. I use a lot of spell checker, and Crypto Mike calls me out on stuff like that a lot. But regardless, this guy here's spelling is hard. To, so, all right, let's just try and get through this. So there's many things I want to talk about where you have these... Antifa members go out there, dox people, assault people. When they get their asses handed to them, they call the cops. So there's that Kurt guy. So in this leaked memo, I got... <laughs> this is his spelling, man. I'm saying this verbatim. So in this leaked memo, I got shows ya I have Antifa, some Antifa members' addresses. And... They're going to call the cops on me for leaking their Addy or workplace online when these losers or clowns want to defund the cops. And regardless or, or beyond the fact of whether or not this guy knows how to type, he makes a good point there. You know, you can't argue that you want to defund the cops and then go and call the cops when something happens to you. That's a little bit of a you can't go doing that. Anyways, a couple weeks ago, I was supposed to have an interview with one uh, raging dissident, okay? And uh, it got derailed by a guy who attempted to dox the dude in this 1415 tweet thread. And I, this is the guy right here. This is, this is him right here. Uh, the dude with, with the red shirt to the right here. That's him right there, man. I don't understand how you could be that old and still into this shit, man. That's, I just don't get it. It's, it's clearly kleptogamy. It's, he has nothing, nothing else to show for, like, his identity. So he's, he's become a sneaky fucker. He is a sneaky fucker. Do you know any sneaky fuckers? 705-482-5609. I'm just checking all the messages. And... Yeah, alright. And let's just check the Discord. I got somebody trying to contact me through Instagram, but I'm going to ignore that for now. Alright, we're good on the Discord. So let's carry on. 705-482-5609. If you want to call in and tell me a story about any sneaky fuckers in your life. <laughs> Do you know any? You ever got conned? I have a story where I was once killed with kindness, and if anybody calls in to tell me their story, I'll tell you my story, and we'll have a little back and forth. We can file this one under sneaky fucker. Old Dominion University places trans professor 34 on leave after interview defending pedos as minor attracted persons and saying they shouldn't be ostracized because they can't help their urges. Okay, let's just move past that real quick because this is what happened. <laughs> Sneaky Fokker, this is what happened though. Uh, it was forced to resign. It's, here's the, yeah, here's the link here. Uh, sh this person was all over the news. And uh, 
Here you go. Controversial scholar resigns. That's uh, the person trying to tell you that being a minor attracted person isn't a big deal. That's, uh, what do you call that? The usual suspects? I call that being a sneaky fucker. <sighs> I don't know if you can file this under sneaky fucker, but I'll let you decide. True North. True North Media Company needs to update its disclaimer about being independent. Check this out. This here is a screenshot showing that True North Media Company receives the Canadian Emergency Wage Subsidy. Okay? 100% sneaky fucker. That's from the 25th on YouTube. Yep. Uh, so, okay, let's check out True North here. I want, this is what I want to know. Do you think that this makes True North a bunch of sneaky fuckers? I don't know what to make of this because on one hand, yeah, it's okay to get yourself a subsidy, get yourself a handout uh, if they're available. I don't see why, why it's a bad thing to take advantage of it if it's there. But on the other hand, you didn't tell people. All right, so let's get, get through this real quick. It's from canucklaw.ca, a real cool site I found recently. The following is attached to the bottom of every article. There's nothing inherently wrong with asking readers, clients, customers, etc. for money for providing a product or service. After all, bills do need to be paid and it's reasonable for people to be compensated for their time. This isn't an argument against this practice. All that's being said is if your organization is funded by the government, be honest about it. Don't lie, especially when it's so easy to check out. And this is the preamble that True North gets uh, puts on the bottom of their articles. We are asking readers like you to make a contribution in support of True North's fact-based independent journalism. Unlike mainstream media, True North isn't getting a government bailout. Instead, we depend on the generosity of Canadians like you. How can media how can a media outlet be trusted to remain neutral and fair if they're beneficiaries of a government handout? We don't think they can. This is why independent media in Canada is more important than ever. If you're able, please make a tax-deductible donation to True North today. Thank you so much. CEWS. That's the Canadian Emergency Wage Subsidy Program has been around since spring of 2020. As the name implies, it pays a large part of a company's wages. This is typically the biggest expense businesses have. This would be especially true for an online media company. This may be a reference to the infamous 600 million media bailout Trudeau announced back in 2018. However... That was just one of the many schemes going back decades to subsidize and prop up Canadian media. There have been plenty of these handouts documented extensively on this site, which, like I said earlier, canucklaw.ca. It's worth pointing out that many True North con contributors also work for or have worked for the post-media empire. This conglomerate has subsidized long before CEWS came out and about those tax-deductible donations they're asking for. 
then you find out that True North is actually a charitable organization. In 1994, a charity called, get this, Independent Immigration Aid Association. That's a bit of a left ball coming from, uh, from, from True North. They originally, their company was originally, originally called, it was a charity called Independent Immigration Aid Association. Uh, it was formed in 1994. Uh, it was a resettlement program for people wishing to get to British Columbia. In 2017, this was repurposed as a media outlet called True North Center for Public Policy. Press Progress has covered it in detail. Uh, the most likely reason for doing this and not starting a charity from scratch was that it would involve less work, costs, scrutiny from Revenue Canada. While claiming to not get government bailouts or handouts, True North has been subjected to much more favorable favorable tax schemes with its charity setup. One might view that as milking the taxpayer. It seems the mainstream media and alternative medias are just two sides of the same Trudeau-funded coin. What do you think of that? What do you make of that? That guy on Discord, he says, I think it depends if the company is on the hook to do work for the government, like CBC. But as far as I know, you could get the CERB. Uh, our lovely, honest government doesn't tell you how to run your business, and you can continue to get the funds. And that was the point that I wanted to make. Just because they're getting that, does it mean that they're compromised? But then the counterpoint to that is when they say this, when they say... How can a media outlet be trusted to remain neutral and fair if they are beneficiaries of a government handout? Okay? Because that is straight up what this is. I mean, it, it's justified and warranted in the time right now. You can get that if you have a business that is like that, that can take that. But I don't know, man. It seems like they're kind of being sneaky fuckers should we take them seriously that's the question and uh if you don't want to call in right now 705-482-5609 with your sneaky fucker stories or if you think true north is being a sneaky fucker well you don't have to call in you can always put your comments in the comment box down below post stream post live stream or let me know what you're thinking in the live chat right now Okay, let's, uh, carrying on. Yeah. Sometimes you need a sneaky fucker in your corner, you know? Like, maybe you're getting trapped in a lab making products to be used in a globalist takeover of the entire world, and you need to signal to the 6 o'clock news that you're working against your will. That may or may not have happened. And I'm going to explain that next. This one's for you. This one's for you, needs your support. One share or like can go a long way. Help bring the show to a larger audience. You can bridge the gap. Gap, gap, You can mend the divide. Support the show by sharing or clicking the support tab at tofutv.com. 
www.ca. This one's for you. Finally, a show for you. you, you, you. So keep watching Jeopardy 24 hours a day and call this number. Yeah, dumb son of a bitch. You don't watch it 24 hours a day. There's a daily cash prize of $1,000 and fuck no shit. Call now and play phone Jeopardy. She drank the poison that Captain Hook intended for Peter Pan. Tinkerbell! Fuck them. We're back. I forgot to put music on. Let's do this. Come on. There we go. Oh, here we go. All right. <laughs> I don't even know if this is a good song. It isn't. Here we go. <sighs> Sometimes you just roll with it. Roll with the punches. Tonight, it's called Why So Serious? Don't be so serious sometimes, you know, just roll with it. I, I figured we should call it that because we need to loosen up a little bit. Last week was fun. I had a really good time playing games and uh, going live, playing Pick the Pedo. It was cool. It was enjoyable. And I got some good uh, feedback on it as well. Something I want to continue doing. I see no reason why we can't play games like uh, like Dean Blundell's old uh, What Happened? We could do that on here. You can call me up and uh, tell me whatever stupid story happened in your past. Maybe you know somebody who was a sneaky fucker. Maybe he stole your girl. Something like that. <laughs> Give me a call. 705-482-5609. Do you think True North is being dishonest? That's a question for you. You can call me up. Tell me what happened. Or you can tell me if you know any male klepto kleptogamists. And here's a quick definition of what that is. Kleptogamy. It's a behavior pattern in which males lack attractive characteristics and attempt to mate with females by means of deceptive behavior. Kleptogamy is seen throughout the animal kingdom, but is most often seen in humans. Common examples of kleptogamy among beta male humans include pretending to be homosexual in order to gain the trust of a female or claiming to be a feminist in order to signal their submission to the female and attempt to trick her into believing the male is virtuous. So I use that to describe the common anarchist Antifa dude. I shouldn't say anarchist specifically because not anarchist, but Antifa. Because like anarchist capitalists are pretty cool. I could I could deal with them. But the Antifa folks, not so much. If you know somebody like that, call me up. Tell me about them. I'd, I'd love to hear about them. Fucking make fun of them for a bit. We can do that. Anyways. Sometimes it's a skill to be a sneaky fucker, though. Sometimes like it's something that can be pretty pretty useful check this out a laboratory worker spells help in tape during a news broadcast 
on the Omicron variant. And if I hear one more person say that it spells moronic rearranged, I swear, I don't know what I'm going to do, but it's not going to be pleasant. It's not going to be pleasant. Check this out. Check this newscast. Let's see. to discuss the Omicron variant and the overall COVID situation. My sense of the health officials is... Did you see that? They want to Let's see go back. My sense of the health right officials there. is... They want to see... You see that? What is going on? Okay, so if you're on the podcast, if you're not, if you're not watching this live, I'm going to try and make that bigger for everybody. Okay. If you're not watching this live... They have like a machine in their little booth and the six o'clock news is in there. And what they're doing is kind of like a, a shot of the entire lab. And you got your rows of workers and one worker took medical tape and typed on the side of a machine where the TV cameraman would be able to see. She taped help is completely visible. And it's not getting too much coverage today, so I wanted to show you that because it's it's a little weird. What is going on there? So the article itself says an unknown lab worker spelled out the word help using tape on a piece of machinery during an RTE news broadcast on November 28th. So this was yesterday. The news broadcast was highlighting the so-called COVID Omicron variant. Well showing footage of what appears to be a COVID testing laboratory. So there's another shot of the whole setup, and it's creepy. So many concerned individuals online are attempting to find out who the tech worker is and why the word help was written in clear view of news cameras. The Dublin, Ireland-based broadcaster has not yet taken down the questionable footage. The news clip in question uh, can be seen on idahotribune.org, which I have linked in the show notes on uh, Telegram. Also on Discord. Uh, so what do you think of that? It's really easy to draw a heck of a lot of conclusions there, right? Uh, possibly a joke. Could be a joke. But why would she write that down there for a joke? That's a little serious, right? It could be. It could be anything from a joke to serious, serious abuses. That's the freaky part about this story. Is it possible they're being worked against their will? Perhaps they have... A non-disclosure contract of some sort that she's trying to circumvent. These are questions for you. Perhaps you will be the one to help. Mm. Yeah. So the twenty-fifth on the twenty-fifth on YouTube is saying that it's odd that the news is letting it be seen and leaving it up. Because the broadcast, he's right, the broadcast is still available. It's almost as if people are sending signals and trying to work around some sort of uh, some, some boss that's there. That's, you know, it's, it's creepy. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, but you're right, man. It's a red herring. It could be a red herring. The news, the news could have taken that down, but they didn't. 
Maybe the news is sending a signal. Who knows? That's why this question's for you. You can, like the 25th said in the stream chat, you can, you can post there. Or if you're watching this post-live broadcast, put it in the comments down below or call me up. 705-482-5609. Uh, we also have the Discord. And uh, yeah, we're pretty quiet in the Discord right now. It's all good, though. What do you think, man? I don't know, but these guys here, they're definitely trying to help. They're definitely doing something to help. Check this out. It's a law firm out in Alberta, and here's, here's the tweet, okay? The people of Canada know what Trudeau and CPHO, so the Canadian Public Health Officer, so TAM, are promoting. Uh, lawyers from Alberta, Rathing Company, also know and they are bringing the full weight of the law to hold them account. Uh, they published this letter and supporting documents on November 16th, 2021. Check this out. So this is a lawsuit towards Trudeau, Tam, Dave Lamenti, the Eternal Gen General, Attorney General, and uh, Superintendent Brenda Lucky of uh, the RCMP. And I'll just read the very first little bit and you can get an idea of what's going on here. So it's uh, regarding Pfizer and uh, the COVID vaccines for kids from 5 to 11. Please find attached copy of the Pfizer EUA amendment request for the vaccine uh, for use in children 5 through 11 years of age. This letter constitutes a request on the behalf of Canadian parents 5 to 11 years old, uh, sorry, Canadian parents of 5 to 11 year old children that a criminal investigation be immediately opened with regard to fraudulent submissions of Pfizer Corp regarding the provision of the Pfizer vaccine to children 5 through 11 years of age. So I guess they're accusing them of not doing proper research beforehand and saying they did. I think that is what is being alleged here. I have the tweet and the, I have everything available for you in the show notes so you could check it out for yourself. And it's much longer than just a couple paragraphs. You can check it out for yourself. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but there are people waging lawfare right now and I thought that was interesting and something you should know because I am of the I'm of the mind that that's what we need to do exhaust all available options all available options because what'll end up happening if you don't is you'll let people with bad intentions run the show people that just shouldn't be running the show they'll they'll uh they'll rile people up because they'll feel like there's no there's no hope, right? You'll get people like this. Uh, this is going nowhere good. This chick thinks she is the queen of Canada. Oh, I got a caller. Caller, you're on the line. Who's this? Hello? Hello? Hey. I'm brother. How you doing? I'm doing quite well. How are you doing? Not too bad. May I ask who's speaking? 
Uh, this, this is Nick. Nick. Hey, man. How you doing? Hey, it's Nick, good to hear from I'm you. I'm doing quite well. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. So, what are you thinking about tonight? What What do you got? What do you got to say? Nothing. I'm just drinking right now, man. I, I'm, I'm facing the uh, prospect of losing my job, so I uh, I got nothing else to do, you know. Yeah, that's but, terrible, uh, man. That's I, terrible. Yeah, it certainly is, but uh, there seems to be more people in my position than uh, might otherwise be known. So uh, I, I just wanted to call and give support to other people who are uh, certainly in the same situation. Yeah, and man, uh, I appreciate you putting these on, man. No, for sure, man. Hey, thanks, thanks for for listening, and thanks for putting that message out there. It's important because uh, right certainly now, is. right now, so many people are in that position where they feel like they have no recourse. And amen. And yep. it's important. That's why I wanted to do this show was because you can't call into you can't call into AM Toronto and and have these conversations and just say, hey, you know, I'm here. I'm here too. Amen. Amen. That's all I wanted to do. You know, I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm up against a wall. Um, you know, I certainly, uh, you know, I need to pay my bills and whatnot, but, uh, you know, anybody who's listening, I just want to let you know that, uh, you're, you're not alone. There, there are many people in the situation who are resisting this. Uh, I know many people in my own, uh, particular place of employment who are going to resist this. Uh, we, we don't know how things are going to end up, but, uh, you know, we, we got to push back, you know? Yeah, for you, sure. You got to have a line in the sand. Yeah, no, for sure. You you have to you have to draw a line. You have to. The big thing I find is to uh, when you when you find what you're convicted about, to stick to it. You know. Amen. Yeah, that's you know? for sure. You gotta you gotta have a line in the sand. That's for sure. Yeah, and and it's important. It's important to to you know stay level headed and don't and don't allow yourself to be dragged into any any crap that might get you labeled an extremist because. When the real fight happens, brother, when the real fight happens, we need level-headed men like you on the front line, right? Thanks, man. I appreciate that. We need we need but, guys uh, like you to be to be calm and if mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, cool uh, Exactly. Cool, calm and collective. Amen. Man, did, that's the way to be. What did they say during the but, uh, Second World War during the Blitzkrieg? Keep calm. Uh, carry on. Yeah. We're in the Amen. Third World Amen. War and they're coming for our think, men. Think, think of Britain. Think of England and carry on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, man. They they're coming for our men, and they're and they're yep. what they're doing is they're they're making them destitute. That is that is the war move this time, and so yeah, for my, sure. My I, best my best advice to you, brothers, keep calm and carry on. And, uh, and that's all I can do. I've been I've been blessed enough to uh, have a supervisor who's understanding where I'm at. She can't do much for me, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. Only because it seems to be a decision made by Human Resource Department. Yeah. Um, but for what it's worth, um, I've had people reaching out to me in my own position of employment, uh, looking for support, looking for encouragement, wondering how to handle things. Um, you know, I, I, I certainly don't necessarily see myself in a position of a leader, but if I have to, I'll stand up, man. Yeah. Um, you know, just, just keep on keeping on. What I'm doing right now is I'm trying to write a, a letter to my employer, uh, just requesting an accommodation or at least an appeal process be, be disclosed to me or provided somewhere to me yeah. about uh how to resist the the mandates that are being pushed down on us especially mm-hmm. considering i was not part of employment when these mandates were pushed on us yeah um so if anybody's listening i, I hope you can do the same thing i don't know if it's going to be the be all the end all but it, it's something that you can do uh if ever push comes to shove it can at least be seen by a court that you tried to do something otherwise yeah uh so you know to, to, you know god bless anybody who's resisting this who's listening to this uh, you, you just got to keep your head above the clouds. It's, I know it's tough, but uh, you, you, we can do this. You know, there's been people who have had worse sacrifice or better sacrifice, you may say, than we have to offer. 
So, you know, it's not to say that we cannot offer that sacrifice, but, you I know, you, you got to do something. I couldn't you agree more. Thanks for saying that, man. Thanks for saying that. And yeah. thanks, thanks for calling Anytime. in. Hey, have a good night. Anytime, okay? man. All right. Thanks. You, you too, man. Cheers. Thanks for doing this. All right. Bye. Thanks. Have a good night. Bye. That's Nink. Uh, he's out in uh, the hammer. And I couldn't agree more. That's what we were just talking about, you know. Y you have to exhaust every option. Every option. You have to exhaust it. You have to allow people to do their... Uh, to do their lawfare, the lawsuits, the JCCF, you got to let them do that. And you got to hand in those notice of liability and don't get violent. Don't join stupid groups. Don't join uh, people who are going to get you in trouble like this broad. This chick here literally thinks she, her followers think she's Jesus. She thinks she's the queen of Canada. And she's calling for her followers to kill people who are vaccinating children. Don't get embroiled in this stuff. Don't. It's really easy to follow people from a joke stream to this crap. So I'm going to read just a little bit of it. And then I want to show you some uh, replies that I got from her followers in Telegram. I spoke to these people and they're nuts. QAnon influencer Romana Dedulo told her 70,000 followers that duck hunting season is open. And by ducks, she means healthcare workers, politicians, and journalists. Do not, do not listen to this crazy, crazy woman. Earlier this week, the so-called QAnon Queen of Canada opened up duck hunting season in the Great White North. Now, to be clear, we aren't talking about hunters and hip waders going after our fine feathered friends with a loyal hound by their side. These duck hunters are soldiers of Romana Dedulo, a Canadian woman who, was who has convinced thousands of QAnon adherents that she's the secret ruler of Canada. QAnon was the big CIA op that got a lot of people to sit on their laurels while Trump was being railroaded in the media. That's what it was. It was just a CIA psyop, in my opinion. But this chick, she's making bank off of it. That's the only thing I could I could think this is is that this is like a like this this Romana chick. She must be pulling off the greatest Borat sort of act ever. That's what this has to be, Borat, Trailer Park Boys sort of uh, acting. So she's telling people, please use airports, hospitals, schools, stadiums, and other public venues to hold and detain all traitors. She's nuts. She's freaking nuts. All right, so here's her followers. Let me see if I can. Okay. <laughs> okay, boys and girls, let's do this real quick. All right. Uh, maybe I'll just, so you see, these are real, I'm, I'm not lying to you, okay? These are real, they're real messages, okay? They're real messages. I just, I don't want to show that on the screen. I'll just read these out. So what I asked was, this kind of seems over the top. What's the premise here? You guys think Romana is a, a leader? And so these are the replies I got from her followers. Okay. First one's like, I'm not sure what you mean. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, and then Cheryl says, thanks for asking. She's more than just a leader. Do you believe in God? Are you aware of the second coming or the end times? Queen Romana equals Jesus. She is God's right hand. And if you think God's work is over the top, then yes, Queen Romana is over the top. <laughs> they believe this. And so I asked, wait, 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 what? You think she's Jesus? And then uh, Queen Romana just acts like Jesus. This is another person named Slushy. Huge heart of compassion displays the fruit of the spirit, fruit of repentance, and takes no crap. And then more replies. Cheryl, she comes back and she says she doesn't think she's Jesus. She knows Romana is Jesus. I understand it's difficult to accept. However, during biblical times, there were many people who didn't believe that Jesus was who he was. Do we, as a collective, want to deny Jesus of that yet again? That... That was an argument. Wow. That was an argument that an ex-girlfriend made uh, to me uh, because she went to a cult for a church. It was it was the C3 church in Toronto, which is like it's it's an Instagram church. Basically, it's an Instagram Pentecost Pentecostal church. And I was trying to explain to her that this church is known worldwide to be like uh, televangelists, basically, they they want your money, right? Anyways, that was the same argument she used. Well, that's what they would say about Jesus, right? They would make all these arguments up about Jesus. Well, anyways, that's what they're trying to say about this chick here. Let me pull her up real quick. Romana. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't know. I don't think I'm buying it this time. I don't think I'm buying it. Okay. It's going nowhere good. I was under the impression that it's a bad LARP. Maybe she was doing like the Trailer Park Boys, something like that. I poked around, found out, guess what? People really are this stupid in Canada. It doesn't matter if they're on the left or the right. There's so many stupid people in this country, and that's why we're here. That's why we're here. So let's gather around the neon fire in front of you. You could call me up. Tell me if you've met any sneaky fuckers. Maybe you know a barber or a Tony who's into this Romana crap. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, 25th. This stuff glows in the dark. Definitely glows in the dark. She's out to get people in trouble. Or she's a comedian of some sort. I don't know. Let me know what you think in the comments. This one's for you.
Find it in the social bar at the bottom of the website, tofutv.ca. Find the show notes in the Telegram channel. Use the Discord chat room to connect with the show live. This one's for you. Finally, a show for you. When an experienced exorcist steps into the room with another demon, the demon is scared to death. And the reason he's scared to death is because there's a 500-pound gorilla standing behind the priest, and that gorilla's name is Christ, who's about to beat him so badly that he will get to the point where his threshold of pain is so bad he will simply shut down and can't function. This one's for you, broadcasting live at tofutv.ca. Thanks for joining me. I'm Pete. We've got a few more things I want to cover. I'm going to shoot through them real quick uh, because I just want you to know that it's happening. I just want you to know that it's happening. That's it. Got to try not to be too serious. These people can't be serious. I don't understand how you could be serious and uh, put this on your Christmas tree. That's a Fauci decoration. Yeah, you can hang from your wreath or your Christmas tree. And then you got your vaccinated uh, name one, name two, name three. It's your vaccinated family Christmas decoration. And then you got, you can decorate the tree for 2021 with these adorable COVID-19 vax ornaments. It's for decoration only, guys. It's for decoration only. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then you could also hang this by your fire, I guess. Cost your Fauci ouchy. It's a vaccine card decoration. That's weird. That's weird, and it's uh, 2021. They can't be serious, though. I hope they're not serious. This guy wasn't serious, but he got spanked anyways, and I'm happy he did. His name's Mark Slapinski. He uh, he got Slapinskied. So this guy here, uh, basically, Pfizer petitions court for identity of conservative beaver beaver publisher. Uh, lead stories. This place found him. Uh, so essentially, what we got here is this is Mark Slapinski. He he runs Toronto Nine Nine. It's a blog that does a bunch of uh, stories for Toronto, and he got brought on to uh, he got brought on to Dean Blundell's show to give a bunch of like perspective and stuff. Anyways, he actually kind of looks like he could be related to Dean Blundell. Like maybe he's his like disfigured brother or something like that. But regardless, this guy here runs uh, Conservative Beaver, which is like a Canadian sort of uh satire site and he he got spanked for one of his articles it's funny because he goes around and he like uh fucks with other people and he hides behind dean blundell while doing it too which is a a real skeevy sneaky fucker sort of thing to do i guess i gotta say allegedly i don't know but uh, there are some good reasons to be serious these days, and I want us to get serious when I talk, when I talk about this one because, uh, like we were actually just saying before the break uh, with Nink that called in there, 
Nink is from Free Canada, actually. So uh, if you want to hook up with him and talk to him, you can go to freecanada.win. Uh, but this is the type of stuff that is happening that we should be getting serious about. Uh, it's from Vancouver's son, Douglas Todd. Silent crisis of male suicide getting worse across Canada. Analysis, the hidden epidemic of male suicide is growing worse, intersecting with opioid overdoses and the pandemic. Uh, we'll go real quick through this, but uh, what's happening is eight men a day in Canada are killing themselves. Eight men a day. So uh, like what just happened, uh, what we can do as a community is provide a place for people to hang out. That's that's what we can do. Uh I'm not going to tell you to shut up or anything like that. I'm not going to kick you out because you're a cisgendered, straight, white male. I'm not going to do anything like that. This show is for you. The Discord's a place for you to hang out, to drop your memes. It's definitely a place where if you're feeling a little ostracized, I understand. You won't be judged. Don't be one of the eight. Just come and hang out, right? That's. I just wanted to say that real quick. Because I saw that and it touched me, man. Uh, and this is something else I think everybody should know about that is going on right now. Uh, there's a lot of stillbirths being recorded and they're not being reported. So I'm going to bring up this video and then I think that might be it for the night. Dr. Mel Bruchet. He has contacts all through Vancouver and some doulas who work in women and children's hospital. They had 13 stillbirths in a 24-hour period. We know that 13 babies died. I actually have to pause this and annotate this. So for the podcast listeners, my grandson was just stillborn at Vancouver Hospital at eight and a half months into the pregnancy. My daughter got the uh, poison one month ago because she couldn't go to restaurants and people were freaking out that she was unvaxxed. I want to sue the government. Let's continue on here. So it's another tweet. In Waterloo, Ontario, I have a more reliable statistic that there was 86 stillbirths between January and July. And normally, it's only one, uh, it's only five or six stillbirths every year. So about one stillbirth every two months is the usual rate. So to suddenly get to 86 stillbirths in six months, that's highly unusual. But the confirmation, the most important confirmation that we have from the Waterloo, Ontario report was that all of the 86 stillbirths were fully vaccinated. Fully vaccinated mothers. That's right. So there you go, man. There you go. That's something you should be aware of. That's Daniel Nagazi. Uh, we read his speech that he gave on the footsteps of the Vancouver, either it was Parliament or Art Gallery a couple weeks ago. I read his speech. It was really touching. I wanted you to hear that because you haven't heard about that on CTV or Global, have you? That being said, has Rebel or True North covered any of that? Think about that, right? Does that not make them sneaky fuckers? They should have covered that. All right, this is one more that I found on Canuck Law that our government 
is uh, doling out grants for uh, the development of artificial intelligence, and the job market is to be crushed from this. So I can't get through the whole article, but essentially this is like robotics for your job. The government is currently, they're currently subsidizing the production of automation for your job, and it has to do with climate change. And then this last thing I wanted to show you before I sign off for the night is this patent. Let me explain to you what this patent is. You've seen something like this if you've watched the show Black Mirror. Check this out. A cryptocurrency system using body activity data. A cryptocurrency system comprising of one or more processors and memory storing executable instructions that if executed by one or more processors configure the currency system to communicate with the device of a user receive body activity data which is generated based on the body activity of the user wherein the body activity is sensed by a sensor communicatively coupled to or comprised in the device of the user this is transhumanism this is straight up transhumanism this is that episode from Black Mirror where they're running on a treadmill for points? Well, those points are going to be crypto bucks. And you, <laughs> I think what's going on here is they're setting us up to run on a treadmill like a hamster for climate change to run our grid. Is that what's going on here? I'm going to leave it in the show notes. Essentially, it's a device that can reward you with crypto for making a movement. So for instance, on a treadmill, on a hamster wheel. Let's just say we need that new clean source of electricity. Hop on the treadmill, please. <laughs> With everything we talk about, this is all open for discussion. Put that in the comments down below or leave me a message in the Discord. You can find that at tofutv.ca. Thanks for joining me tonight. As always, this one's for you.